This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. We live in a time where morality, what is right and wrong, what is acceptable or not acceptable, what is politically correct or incorrect, changes every year. Forget changing every century, it changes every year. And things that were completely unacceptable in American society 30 years ago, 40 years ago, not only are they accepted now, they are celebrated now. The standards change. I just met a number of college students in my walk across the bazaar trying to survive the selfie situation who told me that when they're at college, among other Muslim students, the Muslim students are the ones that are asking what's so wrong about homosexuality or what's so bad about drinking alcohol and marijuana is not that haram, is it? Or whatever. These are not questions that were being asked 10 years ago or 15 years ago, but they certainly are questions being asked today. And that is something that a lot of young people here experience in their college life, even in their high school life. And some of the young people sitting in the audience even have those questions themselves. And of course, we are put in a situation where we have to answer these questions in a way that will be acceptable to the world outside of the Muslim community. Because we want to be able to say that we are also civilized, we are up to date with the times, we also have, you know, progressive values, etc., etc., etc. The point of it is, when society goes this way, we want to bend along with society. We want to turn too. When they sway, we want to sway. When the tide turns and the winds blow the other way, we want to blow the other way too. Whatever's actually in and whatever's popular at the time, or whatever's being described as the right cause, whether Islam agrees with it or not, you and I feel the pressure to respond to it and feel like we should kind of go along, go with the flow kind of thing. Because we don't want to stick out and we don't want to look weird. What does the Qur'an say about itself? It never what? It never deviates. I want you to imagine a tree with deep roots, thick bark, and it's standing. And there's a flood. And everything else is getting washed away. And the one thing that's standing in its place, and it doesn't budge, is what? It's that tree. And if you don't want to get washed away with the flood, the only thing you better hold on to is what? That tree. It's gonna, you're going to feel the pressure, no doubt about it. When there's a flood coming, you're going to feel the water. You're, it's going to want to take you away. But the only way you'll survive that storm, فَقَدْ إِسْتَمْسَكَ بِالْعُرْوَةِ الْوُثْقَى لَنْفِصَامَ لَهَا He's held on to an anchor that is of the strongest nature, that has no cracks in it. You're holding on to this tree. Allah describes the Qur'an with no deviation because a time is coming where morality will shift one way or the other. Right and wrong is going to get redefined and redefined and redefined again. And you and I are going to have to stick to the same definitions of right and wrong that Allah revealed in His book. And it's not going to be easy. And the people who are not holding on tight to the book of Allah are just going to get washed away. They're just going to get washed away. And so this book, that, it, that is going to protect us in the toughest of times, it's not just that you recite these ayat and move along. You have to understand what Allah is teaching you about times of trial, times of shifting morality. Now understand, 
compare this situation. What, what, what strength did Allah give me to be able to withstand these times? Where am I supposed to find the courage to stand up to the social pressure, to the stigma of being Muslim, to hold on to my religion and still stand with confidence? Where am I supposed to find that strength? The answer in Surah Al-Kahf is in times of fitna, hold on to this book. Hold on tight to this book because it will give you confidence. It will give you strength. And while everyone else is deviating, you can stand straight. That is the relationship you and I have to have with this book. Now, you've heard now enough times about the story of these young people. Allah says, I have given you the strongest standing miracle that is timeless, that is as strong today as it was when it was revealed to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. It stands tall today in the United States of America, just like it did in the land of Hijaz 1400 years ago. It is no weaker today than it was then. And He has given us this timeless, permanent miracle to hold on to? Or do you think that the people of the cave were something special? Do you think Allah putting them to sleep and allowing them miraculously to survive their, their ordeal and then finally waking up? You think that's a miracle? Compared to the Qur'an, that is nothing. Compared to the Qur'an, that amazing miracle that you read about is nothing. I have given you so much more. Because you, this ummah, this ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, we are supposed to stand trial, we have to stand against the greatest fitna that will ever hit humanity. Allah gave us the strongest backing, the strongest support that humanity has ever been given, and that's the book of Allah. That's the context in which the story of the people of the cave appears. In other words, those young people could survive this impossible situation without a book. They didn't have a book. They didn't have a prophet with them. They didn't have a scholar with them. They, you could consider them new converts, basically reverse. They just became Muslim. They don't even know much. All they know is we're not supposed to worship anything but one God. That's all they know. They don't know anything else. And yet, they, Allah gave them the strength and miraculously supported them to stand the most impossible situation. What do you have to complain about when Allah has handed this Qur'an to you? Why do you feel depressed? Why do you, what, do you, what reason do you have to complain that Allah is not there for you? If you say Allah is not there for you, maybe you didn't look at the shelf in your home collecting dust that has the mushaf sitting there, testifying against you. This is the book we must go back to.